studio with me i have this young christian that's pathing his way through places such as music theology and his profession in music exactly a musician a theologian and a doctor <laughs> this discussion is going to be deep and guys if you are a living human being i know that you want the answers that we are going to unveil on this topic our topic for today is destiny callings are they man-made god-made or are they just a hoax so ladies and gentlemen let's put our hands together for jonathan malay <laughs> hello jonathan hello amanda how are you i'm doing good yes i am super excited to have you here so just very briefly introduce yourself let the people out there know you and feel you okay um a lot of pressure but <laughs> my name is Jonathan Malay I am a doctor but before no, I'm, no, that, no, no, I'm no. a child of God <laughs> that's my number one identity I'm a born again Christian I love God mm-hmm. um, I'm a PK pastor's kid yeah yeah worship and so he knows a lot of Bible verses <laughs> <coughs> um, that's the stereotype but okay <laughs> I do know the word yes I do know the word mm-hmm. that's why I'm in just a snippet Right, so Jonathan Malay, there's a certain gentleman called Guthrie, something like that. I don't know how to say his name. He said that the path is, he asked a very important question. He asked, is the path chosen by the walker or does the walker, or does the path choose the walker? So in terms of what we are discussing here, destiny mm-hmm. and callings, do you think destiny callings are chosen by the walker or does the path choose the walker? And uh, my take, I'll say the path chooses the walker. The path chooses the walker. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay, before I go into the asking, why do you say that? To you, what is destiny? What is calling? What is a purpose? Okay. Uh, destiny, to me, is what God has created all of us to do. Okay. Calling is when this destiny comes to realization in our lives. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is when you have your calling. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and and then purpose is you um, moving ahead to fulfill this destiny that God has originally designed for you even before you came on earth. All right, so giving an example of your life or of someone's <laughs> life that you know, could you give us what where those three I'll, places I'll stand? I'll give the example of Amanda. <laughs> so, uh, the destiny of Amanda <laughs> is? <laughs> um, God told... Uh, in the book of Jeremiah, it says that I knew you before you formed in mother's womb. Yeah. yeah. So before we were created, God knew us mm-hmm. and sent us on earth to fulfill a certain purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before you were formed, God knew, like in between 1990 what and these years on this earth, 2000, these problems would old. be <laughs> problems or 2000 or <laughs> we're talking about Amanda, so 1990 what? Yeah. 
God knew that there'll be these challenges and these issues and this and that and that. And said so the person who will do that is who will be able to do that is Amanda. Should mm. be able to sort this out. Mm-hmm. We need people who will probably be able to preach lives through words mm, and you know mm, mm. like so i'll send there amanda mm-hmm. so uh in his mind he knew that his target was to reach people maybe through through that poetic pause so mm. he sends you and us mm-hmm. so you're born you probably do not know and and that is your destiny yeah? okay and okay yeah destiny and purpose sort of are interlinked but you may not know that this is what god has called you to do mm-hmm until a certain point in your life where I feel a certain yearning mm. and longing and you mm. feel like your giftings, I feel like I'm gifted in this and so on, mm-hmm. then there you enter into your calling whereby um, the purpose and design that God has for you starts to come to realization. Mm, mm. When you start realize, I think I, I, I have a passion for this. I think I've been called to mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. And that's where calling comes in from. All right, all right. So you say to you, destiny is divine. Yes, it's divine. Um, when you said destiny is divine, does that mean that people who are murderers, they are born and they are, since it's divine, well, you are a murderer, so that means the Lord created you to kill. And then, of course, in the Bible, we have the narrative of heaven and hell. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, because you're a terrible person and so your, your destiny is to go to hell. So... Could you reconcile that? Yes. So the, the, the word of God, God first, the Bible says that God wills that none should perish, but mm-hmm. all should come to knowledge. Um, and God has given us one thing, and that is choice, mm-hmm. will. Mm-hmm. He says that before I've placed you life and death, mm-hmm. and he says, choose life. It's better to choose life. Okay. Yeah? But God never puts pressure on us like, you will choose life by all means. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. So that's the God that we serve, and that's the only thing. That's why we are higher than the angels, because angels have to conform like to his will but we have the choice so mm. to do this or not so wait we have the choice but yes, then destiny de- but then destiny is predestined yes for me that doesn't make sense yes it doesn't because it's either the path chooses you or you choose the path so you see um god like when the bible says that god knows i know the plans i have for you mm-hmm. plans to prosper and not fail you god has prepared all these plans all these things mm-hmm. yeah and he that's why the bible says also that he and he trusts us with parents that he believes will help us go on this road mm. so the bible therefore says train up a child in the way they should go mm. so when ideally in god's mind when parents give birth to us they should mm. be knowing that this is going to be a worshiper this is going to be a preacher this mm. is going to be an artist this is going to be this and they're supposed to train us in the way we should go okay and even as we are going on ahead in life and god like keeps bringing in like the small hints of the places that we should go they should just really be a confirmation of what our parents have always been telling us i mm. feel like you've been born to be this Mm. which is not the case mm-hmm. you just our par- i'm not yeah nothing i know a lot our of parents, parents who thought but, that this yeah. one is supposed to be a doctor the person grows up and they end up being artists and that's the parent a, is yeah, so that's, disappointed that's, a problem. No, that, that's like the stereotype everyone thinks that everyone is meant to be a doctor or mm. engineer but mm. not everyone is supposed to be a doctor mm. like that's the thing about purpose it can be unique you're not mm. supposed to i think there are enough doctors actually <laughs> right now. Yeah. but anyway uh so back to the point god has all these things and all these patterns and all these designs and plans but the fact that he has given us his will mm. um he has given us like that the, the choice of um of whether taking his will or not because if if god's will was to be superimposed on us then the adam wouldn't have sinned and eve wouldn't have eaten that apple and all mm. these things because mm. um because god's will would have been superimposed on them would have said like i've destined for this to happen 
and therefore you guys won't eat. Mm. But he told them there are two trees, one of the knowledge of, of evil and the tree of life. And tells mm. them, do not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm. Do not eat. Mm. And they ate it. Mm-hmm. So um, God always shows us the right way. He says, this is my pan. This is my purpose. I would prefer that Amanda follows this. this. Yeah. yeah? <clears throat> but he's not going to superimpose it on you and make it like something very rigid he will give you the tools he'll put the friends in your life he'll give you hints there and there he'll give you giftings that will reconcile with that mm-hmm. yeah, i think i'm really gifted in this line but still it's up to you to choose to go into that path and work on so it so if we are to go back to the quote that we started for you then it means you believe that destiny is too armed yes, there is a, armed. there is the fact that it is divine god has formed out something beautiful for each one of us to become yeah. however as we journey life we can choose to say no. Yeah. So in your opinion, the destiny that God creates can be altered by man? I believe it can be altered by man. Huh. Interesting. So the Afrocentric worldview says that whatever God, you know, if God creates you, you know, whatever the spirit or the God see you that you will become, mm-hmm. you will become that no matter what. It can't be altered. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. they finalize it with what they call the naming ceremony. So you're born. This is what the seers and your parents and everyone in community sees you're going to become. They see it and they finalize it with the name they give you. And so usually the name you carry around, like just recently I was talking to one of my friends. She was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's such a coincidence. But the name I carry around, I've seen myself grow into it and become that very thing. Mm. Yeah. So for you, you don't agree with that? you? No, I, I, I don't agree with that. I believe uh, as human beings, we tend to downplay the authority that God has given us. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it just becomes very much easier to blame God. I yeah. think like it's some like a protective mechanism. Mm-hmm. Like it was God's will for that thing to happen. Mm-hmm. God planned for it. Mm. Uh, probably you go for a certain party and yeah. God is saying, don't go for it. On the way to the party, you get an accident. Mm. People say, but God chose to take them. Mm. Did he really choose to? <laughs> or they chose he to told go. them, do not go for the party. And mm. they went for the party. I think like for some reason, we just tend to put all things on God. But there's a lot that God has given us. Mm. And that's why we have the Holy Spirit. Mm. And mm. all the word and all these things. Because if it wasn't so, if God's plan was fixed, then we wouldn't need these things. It was just going to end up the way he wanted it either way. Okay, second last question before yeah. we move on to the other segment. What about in regards to nations? So for me, when you speak of things like callings and destiny, I start to think of the story of the African people or the story of the Israelites or the story of the Arab people or Mm. the story of the Americans. What about the story of, say, the aboriginals who were basically extinguished by the white Australians that came in or the Native Americans that were killed by the you know, the Americans who raided that mm-hmm. place or mm-hmm. the Africans or the Jewish people who were enslaved for 400 years, Africans as well enslaved for 400 years. Was that part, what What was that? Was that, you can't, do you want, I, because then this sounds like a Kanye West moment mm-hmm. where your men, your Africans decided to be imprisoned or to be enslaved. We didn't decide that. What about that? How do you play, how do you reconcile that with your ideology? I, I, I think like some of those events were like really they had a lot of how do I like there were a lot of steps before like all those things happened mm. because even for like Africans to go into slavery it came down all the way to the chiefs mm. you know allowing bribes from the Americans and then mm. selling off 
some of the africans so like there's there's a lot of things involved but one thing that i know is that god knew all these things before they happened okay yeah? i cannot really say it was god's divine plan that uh, all this race would be extinguished <laughs> and these guys would be slaves I, I i cannot really say that that was god's divine plan but mm. i think once again i'll say it's just a matter of um coming back to your mind that this the earth is um it's the the devil reigns as the prince of this world mm, yeah? mm. and i believe that during that time there wasn't really much of okay fine people had religion mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. like believed in their gods and what and find us christianity but we're still in like certain small areas mm. i believe like people didn't really have much of um a governing force or like something to restrain them mm. it was more of just acting out basic instinct of survival we need mm. money we need women we need sex we need mm, this mm, mm. people didn't have this moral of i can't kill that person it's not right it was mm. just more of like survival because that was back then so mm. i think some of those things happened really because that was the state of the world without god Mm. so to say mm. and because of that people are run by their carnal instincts like we need this the chief will need money so he'll sell off this yeah these guys need uh, someone to work in their garden so they like everyone was just the entire world was just functioning in that realm okay so i think that's why some of those things happened but i can't really say it was god's will god's that, that should happen will. yeah I can't say all right that. so guys i hope that you are enjoying this conversation so far if you have any questions please feel free to yeah Text us on WhatsApp, on my Facebook page, Words Beautiful Words, or Voice Not Me on Anchor. I will be able to bring Malay again if you have any burning questions so that he answers them. But for now, we are going to transition into hearing something beautiful from Malay. And of course, this conversation is still continuing. There's still personal notes you can learn. You're going to be able to pick from this. But let's first hear one of those things. Is it a calling? What is it? <laughs> that it's yeah let's Sorry. first hear Malay in his calling zone before we go into the next questions the mic is yours Malay song is still being worked on with a friend of mine is called Jesse not the Jesse that you know but yeah, Jesse yeah yeah but um, it just goes to point people to the God that made all things heaven and earth and since we're thinking of purpose um, if God made the sun for a purpose the moon for a purpose then surely made heaven for a purpose right yeah. Trees 
quiver and shake. You are our God. You are our God. You reign above it all. Fill this room with your glory. Fill our hearts with your love. You are our God. You are our God. You reign above it all. 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 Wow, my late Jonathan, as in, like, where were you when you wrote this song? What inspired it? How did you write? What? It's that's for me. That's not a song in progress. Seriously, that is a complete done with. Now go record. Go to Bethel Music, please. People, come and take this talent. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's still in progress, but soon it will be ready. Uh, okay. I, I just thought of um, the verse that says that the things that are seen make sense of those that are unseen. Mm. So <laughs> seeing how vast the oceans are and how beautiful like the trees are. Like I looked for a moment and yeah. things were really awesome. Mm. So there's a friend of mine called Jesse from Watoto Church. Okay. So uh, I, I, I got the tune and thought of the thing. So I sent him and we sat together and just came up with lyrics. And those Most lyrics still, are deep. They mm. go back from Genesis 1. Dude! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Genesis 1 to like, you go through the Bible, Colossians, Psalms, you know? <laughs> Deep. Yeah. Like, good job, man. Thank good you, job. You, I can't wait you. for that song to come out. Thank you. Maybe yeah. we'll have Amanda sing some, some, some part of those songs. And, uh, or just songs. do a spoken word poet, man. <laughs> you you do sing Amanda. So if the audience doesn't know Amanda, sings, <laughs> oh, way, please, so, oh please, oh please, oh uh, please. Please no, feel <laughs> free to send requests for Amanda to sing. So Jonathan, you won't be disappointed. Malay. By the way, I grew up with Jonathan Malay. Sort of grew up with By him. The way. Yeah, we were. <laughs> yeah, we were like we we're from the same church. He was a pastor's kid, and like I've sort of seen you like go from this little boy. <laughs> Right. No, I'm right. sounding old. <laughs> I've sort of seen you grow up from Sunday school mm-hmm. to pre-youth to now like big church and mm-hmm. now up on stage. Wow, big church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the yeah. big church and now up on stage. And so like, I just want to know for you, how did you know that music was something you were called in? Okay, firstly, I had no idea I was called to music. Mm-hmm. And when I was young, I was terrible at it. Yeah, you. Those yeah, that, man. I think I remember that, yes. you flirting. Those that disagree, <laughs> you can ask my mother and father, the ones who struggled <laughs> during family devotions. <laughs> and everyone at home is musical. My yeah, I remember at school you were more of a dancer. Yes, my sisters sing. Everyone is good, so they would yeah. sing, and then I'd come in with my vocals and mess things up. <laughs> yeah. 
So a word of prophecy came to my mom. Okay. She was uh, a prophetess and uh, she was told your son is going to be a worshiper to do all these things. And you know, it just, for some reason, it just did not reconcile or make any sort of sense. Yeah. Because by then I couldn't sing in any sort of way. Um, I couldn't play an instrument. Because mm. just like... She literally well, laughed like yeah, him. Yeah, he was like, are you serious? <laughs> it was really funny. But yeah, uh, around, I think, S, my S4, S5, mm. my dad got me my first guitar. Okay. So I started fooling around with a guitar. So he got it like in fooling. faith. He was like, man, I think got it in faith. the word of the Lord has was, been was, sent. Was, now let us get a guitar for I this not just that. I, I started picking up interest to the instrument. I said, chats, I'll be on the like, instruments, just uh, making a lot of noise. Yeah, so it's them. like what, one of those things you're saying, God sends hints. Yeah, he sends hints, exactly. So he's, he got me a guitar. I play a little bit, start liking it. So I start, I would play things and I'd want to sing along. So mm. I'd have to sing. My voice wasn't that good, but I don't know how what happened with time I yeah. started singing. So yeah. yeah. And that's where everything started from. All right. Yeah. So there's a young person out there who is listening to this podcast and they're probably tuned in because they're like, yeah, man, I want to know my purpose. I want to know my calling. I want to understand what my destiny is. How do you think they would, do you have, do you think mm-hmm. there's like a formula and steps for that? There's, I can't say there's a fixed formula, but there are things that do help. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, the people around you. Okay. Yeah. People around you will tell you things about you mm. that you don't know. Because right. very many times, unless, very many times are not too much of uh, self-observant to know like, um, but Amanda, do you know like you, you, you really, you're really um, articulate? You're mm. like really, really? Like, yes, you are. Yeah. And, and then there's some people who are terrible with taking compliments. So they exactly. take, so they <laughs> think that every time someone <laughs> says something nice, like, what just, do you want? Oh, yeah, d- Why I are know, you lying? I what know. do you want me to do? I know. But, Especially yeah. the, 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 like the <laughs> Yeah. But people will tell you things. I, I think you sing really well. I think when you stand and, um, you know, you like really um, command like authority, you really mm. speak like authoritatively, like something like that. Mm. I think. Um, you could learn like that th- people will tell you certain things yeah. that you probably don't know about yourself too mm. you realize that you'll be uh sort of comfortable mm-hmm. i will not say like it's easy but you feel like and there's um a sort of ease to that thing mm-hmm. like some people struggle to maybe seeing or like just doing spoken word mm-hmm. like it is hard you think it's hard you, exactly my point <laughs> so to you it's like easy you wake up and it's like just, wait guys i woke up in the morning three and minutes thought, like these words and just words just come and you're speaking naturally it's like to someone else like yeah. it is hard. hard like earlier today so if you guys noticed that sound tune to our pod to our episode today was different the introduction and that's because keith mugeni actually sat down in his room and came up with some really cool calls and it took him 10 minutes i literally called him in the morning i was like keith do you have a sound soundtrack for our show he's like man i don't let me see what i can do (laughs) and bang you see how great so like that's that's like that's it there's an ease with it yeah i think god whatever god has um requires of you gives you grace Mm. there's that sort of ease to it um yeah, and then the, the last one is, so one people tell you to, uh, um, ease. The, the, yeah, the ease, and then three, fulfillment. Okay. For me, like when, when I worship, when I play guitar, I feel fulfillment. And if you don't give me anything else, mm. and I just kept doing that, I would be fine with it. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Like, even if I didn't pay you? Yeah, even if you didn't pay me. Hey. I'm serious. All along. Yes. <laughs> what about being a doctor? Is it uh, like so that for you? So medicine is, uh, I, I look at that as a door to ministry, but... Okay. 
I don't really get so much fulfillment from that. Really? I'm serious. Huh. But worshipping and leading people like to the place of prayer and seeing mm. the spirit of God move and like for me that mm. is it. Okay. And I f- find fulfillment from that. So there are many people who like um um pursue careers and reach like the top have PhDs and mm. they're still not fulfilled because yeah. they haven't because they have purpose, purpose and calling mm. and that's that thing that god has put in you you will never rest until you do it mm. so it's better you find a way of coupling it or if you find a way of earning from it so that you pursue it mm. and maybe you're earning from it so you're happy like footballers or musicians or people mm. you can earn from your, mm. your purpose and calling and gift mm. so um yeah for me like that's really key when when you find yourself like you do something and you feel so happy you go to bed that night and you're like i did this then most likely that is in line with your purpose as well. All right. So I think our last question sounds easy, but I think it's the most complicated for most people seated back there. And that question is, how do you walk in your calling? So fine. It's fun. It's great to do this and that. But so many of us know, but never walk in. How did you, how did you walk, start walking? Okay. um, I first surrounded myself with people that I felt had the same purpose. Mm Mm-hmm the same calling and vision mm-hmm. um yeah because if you surround yourself with totally different people then you're going to have struggles they'll probably want you to go here and do this and do that mm. doesn't fit very well with what you want to do so mm. it will be good to surround yourself with people who have sort of that same purpose it may not be the exact same thing mm. but either going to support you or mm. are going to make sure you stay on your purpose mm. or might be like in the same thing something similar mm. Um, and two, that's now like for people on the same level mm. with you. But then uh, the second one, you need to look for someone above you, people who have gone ahead of you mm. in that area, mm. in that aspect, mm. and sit down and listen to them. Because mm. one thing I know is that you can never be above the voice of counsel. You need to, yeah. to hear yeah, and that's learn. That's so true. That's and, so wise. Yeah, so you'd um, look for someone above you who has gone there. Maybe you see yourself being there. Mm, mm. So you sit down. So how did you do it? How What challenges did you face? Mm-hmm. That's like the easiest way of really starting to work. Because then you, you know that do's and don'ts even before you get started. So yeah. you don't have to make the same mistakes yeah. again. So yeah, uh, the, the person above you. And then I cannot miss out prayer. Like Pray. Praise. Talk to God. Like God, yeah. um, I feel like you've called me to do this. I have this. I'm working on this material. Mm. I want to start the poetic pause. <laughs> help me, help me, help, yeah, help your man. daughter out. And, yeah. and you guys, you'll be amazed at how God aligns things for your sake. For instance, if I'm to give an example of his poetic pause, I'd been thinking about starting a podcast for over a year, you guys. Then one time, I remember it was in the middle of the night, I woke up, I was like, God, seriously, I don't have the equipment. These people online are making this process sound so hard. I don't know, but I really need to start it. So I went under my blanket and made my first trailer. <laughs> if you listen to the first trailer, by the way, wow, it's made under, under the, blanket. the blanket at midnight. I think it was like at 2 a.m. And then the next morning, I don't know, I just called Lisa and I was talking to her. And then she goes like, hey, my brother has this. Why don't you come over and let's start this thing? And so God just knows how to align people and things so that you can serve the purpose for which he's called you. Yeah. 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 Any last yeah. words, man? Uh, just encourage people to pursue their callings and purpose. You don't reach the age of sixty and realize like you've not started living. You only start <laughs> yeah. living when you when yeah, you fulfill. When you, yeah, yeah, because the success of something is the fulfillment 
of the purpose for which it was made. Mm-hmm. And that's just it, that success, you fulfilling the purpose that's for which you are made while you're here. Yeah. You could have oh. 10 cars, you should not done what you're supposed to do. You still feel empty. Mm. You'll still be that emptiness. Ah, deep. Yeah. Guys, also Jonathan Malay is pursuing his gift to a whole new level. He's he's having this whole move on Instagram. Yeah, tell us about that. Where can people find you and relate um, with your work? Well, you can find me on YouTube as Jonathan Malay and mm-hmm. Instagram. I do uh, gospel Christian covers, acoustic. Okay. And once in a while, I do my own songs. Yeah, but I'll do more originals with time. Right. So, YouTube, Instagram. YouTube, Jonathan Malay and Instagram as well. Jonathan Malay. Jonathan Malay, yeah. All right. Guys, be sure to tune in there. And if you want more from him, just text his name again and I will bring him again. Like, he's so willing. Right, Jonathan? Yes, I'm willing. <laughs> I'm making him promise for a second round. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. But otherwise, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Poetic Pause. And basically what we're saying today, what Jonathan has said today, is that the path chooses the walker. But at the end of the day, whether the walker walks is the walker's choice. Yeah. <laughs> so God has a great destiny. You have a great calling upon your life. You have a purpose to serve. You have a place in which you can be fulfilled. But whether or not you feel that gap is your choice. And Jonathan has also shared with us a few steps that you can do in order to fulfill those that that purpose understand your purpose find your purpose and walk in it if you didn't hear it please go back rewind and listen again otherwise see you next time thank you for being on poetic pause bye bye